Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Fella. My man. How excited are you to be back on the road? Wow, here, the right? fella, I miss my kids already, but what? listen, <laughs> the fella shit. tour 2023 is on, baby. Let's go. How do you miss your kids already? You just I just is, do. Is uh, that how it works? Yeah, you know, I just, you feel, you feel close to them, you know, as they get older. You know, I'm watching Izzy go to school, dropping her <laughs> off. I'm watching Beckham just fucking keep me up at night. It's pretty yeah. gnarly, actually, lately. Of all the but, stuff uh, that was going to come out of your mouth here, I'll just start a fellow tour. Yeah. I didn't think the first thing was going to be, <laughs> I miss my kids. So. I know. I'm sentimental, but I sentimental. guess you're really fucking matured in front of my eyes here. Thank right? I you. thought you were going to be like, Thank wow, you. I felt good. I woke up. What a breakfast. Bed was nice. <laughs> Sheets were soft. Back in the National Shower League. Shower was great. What a league. Let's go. Yeah, well, listen, uh, I will say sleeping in was a nice touch. Thanks for not texting me too early. Al and our boy Princey, thanks for coming setting up this yeah. beautiful set here at Sports and Social in Troy, Michigan. The new DraftKings Sports Lounge. I mean, when I walked in here, the first thing I think we both turned to each other and said was, how sick would this be in Newport Beach? Yeah. Like, obviously, um, right now it doesn't work out for us, but if we had this set up in Newport Beach... With the connections at Mr. Curfew, Hall Pass, Big Canyon, yeah, past, we could fucking sell this baby out. I feel like you were talking nationally. We're we talking being out. back on, on the road. This kind of feels like a locker room in here, doesn't yeah, this it? Is great. You get the nice big screens. It's like walking into like the new, you know, we're here in Detroit, but the old Joe Louie that was here. We can touch on this, but the old Joe Louie was a staple old arena like, right? Yeah. Smelt like fucking popcorn, hot dogs, beer, stale beer. Blue but the new right. one now that we're going to go check out today, it's a little more like this. It's a little fresh. It's some big TVs, new fresh sheet of ice, different smell. But this smell this smells new in here. I can't smell anything, man. I'm so <laughs> plugged up. Dude, I woke up this morning. I was just like my head, everything. Um, well, that's because you slept with your room at 65. Yeah, I woke up with 65. You know when you go to take a piss and like, you get on the, <laughs> the, the tile floor, you're like, how fucking cold is it in here? Your horns <laughs> the size of your pinky and you're like, hey, so you, someone you put played, on the heat. You played in this barn, huh? I played a match in this barn, yeah. How, how, do you remember um, it? Do you remember yeah, I did, I did. No, the rooms Prince were... Prince, pulled uh, the stat sheet from that game. I'd like to see Updog's officials. Yeah. He did? In this barn? I did. Wow. Yeah, it's the one we play... Uh, it's the one we used to play for the intro in the NHL Network. I can, I can picture how it probably goes. It's, it has to do with you driving back post with a stick on the ice. No, no, that's that's wait, wait till you see this one. It's a fucking tuck, baby. It's a tuck. Breakaway, forehand, backhand... Five. Speaking of missing curfew, and then I give social how she going into the corner. The clip that Princey found uh, after you hit Bartolos in Philadelphia, and the media comes up to you, they're like, first question, like uh, up dog or up show, and you're like, how did I know you boys are going to ask me that? 
Well, it's he like Panaccio so and all these fucking Philly media guys. Yeah, but you liked them, right? They were good to you. They were great to me. Yeah. But I knew that, you know, I knew they were going to ask two things. Ask me about the hit and then ask me why I didn't fight anyone after. <laughs> and I was just going to say, because listen, you guys, you guys know I'm fucking, I'll get in there. And Dan, plus it was Danny Breer who grabbed me after. What am I going to? You should have pumped his. I, ah, shot. <laughs> I love Danny B. Oh, like, oh, sorry, DB, you came flying in. I had to grab um, you. No, I think that. I don't know. I d- didn't quite see, but I think the uh, comments on that picture, on that picture, there's a lot of guys just saying, good hit. I mean, I always good said, good hit, like, stand I, up. I, I was going to the net, like talking about going to the net. My comment was, play the whistle. Eh? I'm talking, <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, if the whistle didn't go in the fight, like, I just look at it from a defenseman's perspective. Like, first of all, I would know, I always knew when a guy like you was on the ice, right? Because you're going to finish your checks. And when, when you're sitting in front of the net, you got to check your shoulder. Like, you can't just be, like, standing here like this, not thinking you're... I mean, nowadays you could because you're not going to get hit. But back when we played... So I'm putting a little bit... I'm putting a little bit on you that, you know, is a little prickish, but I'm putting yeah. it on him that... Fuck it, keep your head up. Bend your uh, knees, I right? Know, I know, I know, Like, do you expect to get hit there? You have to always expect to get hit. I agree. Like, it's like they say in the boxing, protect yourself at all times. Anytime I stepped on the sheet in the National League, I expected yeah. to get hit. Or I would prepared myself to get hit. I said the puck wasn't it wasn't exactly covered for too long. I went in stick on puck and I just drove the shoulder. I didn't hear the whistle. No, I didn't hear the whistle. But uh, anyways, up dog. We're we're happy to be here. A hall. Princey's in town. Thanks for getting this sick set up. Let's start in Philadelphia, my man. Let's talk a little baseball. Obviously, our Jays got punted uh, a couple weeks ago or a week ago. And when you watch this ball cup play, it makes you realize how far the Jays are away. But the Philadelphia Phillies, man. I'm on board. Yeah. The fucking uh, assistant bank ballpark is epic. Ballpark. I chirp Philly fans a lot about, you know, jokingly. I, I mean, the great sports fans. I call mutants sometimes and this and that. And when I played against you guys in Philly, I get a penalty and I would chirp them. But these fans that are going to Philly's games, it is absolutely rocking. And Bryce Harper, man, this guy is old school as it comes. And we were talking about this yesterday. He was the only guy that I saw when they were spraying champagne. That didn't have the goggles on. No, he was ready me, for that's it. that's a fucking badass, man. I mean, it's a lot of, uh, for, for a guy like him, it's a lot of work to get there, right? He's he's the man there. Yeah. They were there last year. Didn't win. He's got all the tools in the t- fucking toolbox. Um, Sick hair. But, but one thing he's got is, you know, he's got his team behind his back, whether he's, you know, he's playing first base or he's outfield. You know, he's switched up his role with the team, but... You see him there next to the coach. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. he's all, he's fired up. You can tell that the, and, and the boys love the coach. Love Speaking the, GM. the manager. Yeah. Good Ontario boy. Is he? He's from Ontario. He's Canadian. I want to say something like around London. Jay's could have used Prince, him. Can you look that up real quick? The Phillies manager. I think he's, I think he, I know he's from Ontario, but I just want to know where good Canadian guy. And I'll tell you what, he used their bullpen. Schneids. If you're watching the <laughs> Phillies play John Schneider, if you're watching the Phillies play, how he uses bullpen in that clinching game. He brought Kimball in in the seventh, yeah. and I was like, Ooh. I had money on it, obviously. I was like, hey, Kimball in the seventh, that's a little aggressive, but just knew how to use his bullpen, calm, cool. He's, he's chomping on that gum, but he's calm, cool on the bench, and I think you have to be as a manager. I wouldn't be a good manager. Well, yeah, I'd be well, fucking up and down. What are you doing? No Fuck kidding. up. Be like, well, what's yeah, it, it gets a little nerve-wracking. Nerve-wracking. I mean, huh? come on, man. Bringing out pitchers, one, oh, a guy on first, guy on third, yeah. down, you know, and it's up, up to. It's up to you. Like, I think I think major, I think think major. managers through the course of 162 games, I'm not going to sit here and say it's an easy job. No, it's a boring job. <laughs> Probably boring Big some time. days. It's a good job to be hungover, though. You just sit there the shades on. But come, base, come postseason time, that's where they earn their money. Like, that's where, yeah, that's where they earn their money and, like, you have to make decisions. It all comes down to you. You bring a guy in, he's like, fuck, come on. Man. Find the zone here. Find the zone. That's got to be frustrating if you can't find the zone. Hey, you bring a guy I in. I know. I'll be, I know. find the zone, man. Come on. 
Yeah, the Jays, Jays, Phillies go way back, huh? 93. 93, baby. I mean, Mitch Williams, wild thing. We know, lit wow. him up. We lit he, him he up. He would be around Philly a lot. He'd play in all the golf tournaments. He'd, would he? You know, he'd come to hockey games and stuff. A pretty well-respected guy, you know, throughout Philly still, even though he threw up the fucking pizza. You want to talk about right an all-time beauty team, that 93 Phillies team, Lenny Dykstra, who is the biggest beauty ever. You've, you've seen that ESPN once upon yeah, a time in, in yeah, Queens? Yeah, Lenny Dykstra's the man. <laughs> John Crook, uh, Rick Dalton, not Rick Dalton, but their catcher was Dalton, the big Darren, Darren Dalton, not a boy, a hall, double D. They were the all-time <laughs> team. They had just big shoes in, yeah. but we got it done. We got it done. Uh, but this year's Phillies, man, they're, they're fired up. I just took them, I, the DraftKings app, now that we're in here yeah. in Michigan, minus 180 in the series. I got them You think too. they got this? I mean, the Arizona Diamondbacks, they're just, they're Listen, scrappy. Scrappy team. Um, cost me a little bit of money against the Brew Crew. I thought the Brewers were going to take them out. Swept the Brew Crew. Swept the Doyers. Young, scrappy, good pitching. But I don't think they can go. I mean, they're going to have to win at least one in the yeah. bank in Philly. I like Philly. The bank. Yeah. They're undefeated in the bank, bud. I like Philly, and I like the Texas Rangers. And the reason the Texas Rangers is I watched them a month and a half ago come into fucking Sky Dome. <laughs> and cost me about four thousand dollars. And they just they kicked the shit out of the Jays and they've been hitting ever since. I'm calling it right now. I'm missing curfew up dog. Rangers, Phillies. A Hall's going Astros, D backs. He's going against the lads. I know he is. Phillies, Rangers. Right. Billy Quinn, we're coming to Texas. We're coming, Billy. Um, yeah, so baseball's been great. As much as I like to chirp flowers about Philly teams, I'm on board with the with the Philadelphia Phillies. Keep it going. Harper's the man. Uh speaking about the DraftKings app, up dog, we're in the great state of Michigan. Uh, we woke up this morning, like I said, had a nice National League breakfast, and we were just using the app. Absolutely. I got a fucking, I got parlays, I got prop bets, um, I got Michigan first half, but we were sitting there and looking outside, it's raining, and we're taking all the overs, like over two and a half touchdowns, over 250 yards passing. And we're like, shit, and then do you're we like, have a rain jacket? And then yeah. I'm like... And uh, sticky gloves, because <laughs> I got the quarterback to throw for three touchdowns today. We uh, we got to hope that the, the sky's clear, but um, it's just fun with all the prop bets. We, we talk about this a lot on DraftKings, but the prop bets, the parlays, the I got a little same game parlay in there. Um, so I filled up my DraftKings account. I'm looking for an email from him, right? Just give me a VIP player. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll it's come. Cool. It's, it's I it's think you got to take one good ass kicking, and then and then all of a sudden the VIP emails come through. Well, I took an ass kicking. Remember game five of the finals, Colorado Tampa. I woke up to an email. Uh, hey, Mr. O'Brien from DraftKings, welcome to the VIP program. <laughs> I think I lost like I I lost ten on that game. Yeah, for the for for the ten dimes that you threw on the Abs to win Game Five at home, we're uh, offering you a free trip to Las Vegas. Yeah, but uh, it's great to be here, Up Dog. I love getting back on the road with you, A Hall Princey here. Let's let's keep draft let's keep DraftKings bets going, and let's talk about this kid, Connor Bedard. First of all, when we're talking bets, after a small sample side of two two games with him. I think over shots or shot attempts. Shot attempts. This fucking guy, this kid, he comes in there and he loves firing it. I think that's a great bet. Um, so to you fellows out there, if, if you're on the DraftKings app, Connor Bedard over shots, over shots attempts. Well, how about this? Just, just to yeah. touch on it, uh, a little quick parlay, quick parlays that you have on these, on the DraftKings, uh, on the setup shop here, is uh, Saturday shots. Connor Bedard's over three and a half shots. Yeah, take that's that. Great, take great. That. All in the first period. So there's one where you can take him, Matty Kachuk over three and a half. Chucky's Dylan always Larkin over two and a half will be at the game tonight, and Philip Forsberg over two and a half. That gets you plus six thirty-seven. Yeah, see, that's a great bet. That's a great bet. These are great does, bets. Does but by Phillip the way, because you're shooting, you're, you're watching the TV, and it's not sh like score. It's like shoot. 
<laughs> you know, fucking get <laughs> it on net. Yeah, until it hits the post, you're like, ah, come on, get it on net. Let's go. Yeah, but that's what's great about this app is you can you, you can take the little things of of sports like that. You know, you don't just have to risk. You know what? The other night we risked. I risked minus three forty. Boston Bruins against the Chicago Blackhawks because Hawks won in pit. They're going into Boston. I'm like, there's no way they're going to lose. They squeaked it out. But you can, you can get some good odds is what I'm saying with this up, dog. And I think Bedard, anytime over shots. But I just want to touch on this game real quick. I don't think I've been hard on him, but I, I question his five-on-five play coming out of the gates. I, I thought he was going to be right away. His power play skill was going to go through the roof. The first two games that I watched, it was almost the other way around. I thought he... St- wasn't as good on the power play as I thought he was going to be. A little timid. A little timid. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, you were a good PK guy. I PK'd a little myself. I, I think he's realizing how quick a forward like yourself comes out and takes time and space away. I think he realizes, not a defensive like me because I didn't do it, but guys are blocking shots. You push him down the wall. It, it, it's it's a different type of pace even on the PP. But five on five, I thought he was better than I, than I expected. Yeah. Uh, what I like is the fact that the Blackhawks in the first two games have rallied around the fact that Eyes are on them. Yeah. They're out to play. They're playing the right way. They got guys all chipping in. Our boy Worm, Corey Perry, chipping in, playing a great defensive game in the first game. You know, and <laughs> and, and just like Four million bucks. what a way to come in the league, right? You got, you know, opening night for Connor Bedard in pit, facing off against his idol growing up, Sidney Crosby, on ESPN. Next game, TNT in Boston, back to back nights. And when you say like you're gonna evaluate this kid's game, you're doing it on a level of you know, this is like playoff style, perf- like yeah. s- situations for him. Like I mean, he's got his media scrums are fucking 50, 60 deep. Yeah. You know, he's answering questions before pregame skate, after the game, jumping on the bus to the plane, going to Boston, getting up, you know, jumping into the National League right away. Yeah. And, and you speak about his press conferences. And, and listen, I'm not a guy that should be talking about, you know, hair Pressers. or a hairline, but his hairline as, as an 18 year old kid. If I had some advice for him, I would say, watch that. It's getting, it's a you know what that already. is. It's a, that's playing a lot of hockey. Having your bucket on. He's had his bucket on a lot of hours. Yeah, a lot of hours. Get that bucket off, bud. Is he just gonna be like Getsy and realize he's gonna be so rich that it doesn't matter if you go bald? I don't know. I haven't seen his old man. Is his old man got got good hair? So his old it? man and his dad and I believe his sister in the crowd and it was yeah. gr- it was great to see. You know, Paul Maurice had a great quote. I don't know if you caught it there the other day. Oh, I sure they were talking did. about the first two games. Are you and kidding said, me? What a quote. Yeah, Hall of Fame guys. You can be a Hall of Famer. You can win six heart, heart trophies. You win you Stanley win, Cups. But you only get one first game. You get one, yeah. And he said, and it's not even about you. It's about your parents. It's about your coaches. coaches about your trainers. Your buddies. It was a great quote. And you could see his parents up there, like, so nervous every time he's getting the puck. And uh, to answer your question, I think his dad's got a good head of hair. So he's fine. He'll Maybe be I'm all right. Overthinking. Maybe it's the lighting shooting down. I mean, it's all no, the light. I mean, it's, some days it's good. Some days it's bad. You know what it's like with hair. Especially like getting out of the, all of a sudden it's like, you know, you're trying to tape a couple twigs, your, you know, your laces are screwed up. So you got to fix them. The next thing you know, they're like, Hey, Bernard, you're out here media scrum in five. And then the bus is in 10, like hurry up. And the guys are like, buddy, we got to get out of here. So you can't, you don't have time for the hair. You always make, make time, time for the, for the hair. hair. You always make, make time for the hair. Hey, can I ask you though, how painful it is when you take your late, when you have to take your laces out? I never did it. I had, I, hate, I, I mean, I would put it right. I would tie them up and I'm like, ah, oh, that's, and then you pull it. You're like. Fuck, trainer. I would, uh, you know, I told my trainers early and often that I'm going to take care of you guys. I need fresh laces in these puppies, like, wow. at least once, twice a week. That's an NHL move. Like, just, I, I don't want to be a lace guy, and I'm not going to be like that that pain in your ass, but I just need new laces. <laughs> I'm not going to put my lace. Use wax laces? No, I, I use the, uh, 
Wow. That's funny. I started with wax. You use wax. Wax. Yeah, you'd, you'd tighten I'm them up. Tight. And then I, I actually appreciated the double thick, just cotton ones. Wow. Like fucking where, where you, they, they would give you a little bit of a, like a break mid, mid game. So you liked them a little looser. Yeah, I wouldn't tie my skates up like entirely tight. That explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, loose ankles. Uh, like they say in Days of, Days of Thunder, loose and on the verge of out of control. That's how the up tongue. Hey, Ops, I want to talk. You touched, about, you touched on Connor Bedard about his, the way he's been handling himself in the media. And you know what? I'm, I'm looking back thinking when I was 18 years old, I was playing junior hockey in Kingston. I was a fucking complete, you know, I mean, I was just a meathead, right? Yeah. I was just a meathead. I was trying to make the NHL. I was. You know, chasing girls and getting in fights, and and this kid's telling himself unbelievably. So I wanted to give him credit for that. But uh, Princey dropped this in here. You talk about how much buzz this kid's creating. 1.43 million viewers on ESPN the other night for his first game in the National League, the most watched regular season game besides the Winter Classic. So if you're looking at it from a you know the suit Gary Batman's perspective, you know that's a big number. And, and that's a, that's pretty amazing that that man, it makes you think in. of uh, the poor Anaheim Ducks not having a chance to get this kid. Huh? The poor Ducks, man. The poor I, Ducks. And nothing against the Ducks, but they ain't playing, you know, opening night against Sidney Crosby. And then the next night against the Bruins, followed by the Montreal Canadiens on a Saturday night hockey night in Canada. Followed game. by the boys are going to see him in mo- on Monday in Toronto. So we should, you know so what I was thinking? Look at those first four games of him. He's played all all original six yeah, teams. Yeah. You know it's pretty thinking? fucking epic. We should try Monday if we can, if we're not too hung cheese to maybe go down there for more skate, skate and see the big, how big the, well, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. To see how, I mean, the media is going to be crazy in Toronto. Do you think it's been, the media scrums have been big now. They're going to be every, every writer in the world is going to be there. Everyone. Yeah. 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 We should do it. And, and you're right about a schedule. I wonder if you looked at a schedule and was like, Jesus boys, could you ease me in a little bit here? No kidding. Pit, <laughs> back to back into Boston. It's Pitt's going on original six though, aren't they? No. no. Going into Boston, uh, Montreal, Toronto. Then he's got to go play Colorado. <laughs> How are you? We're going to get into Colorado a little bit yeah, later. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, no, nah, he's handled himself with great class. And, and you know, I'm an old, crusty, washed-up defensive ups, but I'm, I'm starting to... I'm starting to soften up. You on like the kid him a little bit, right? Like, I mean, it's good I'm, to cheer I'm for this kid. He's great for the game. Do I, do I like... I mean, his shot, we've talked about his release is unbelievable, but I'm starting to respect what he's going through as an 18-year-old yeah. and how he's handled himself. Yeah. But um, sticking with Bedard, let's do our milk carton here. Listen, we've talked about no buckets on, on missing curfew a lot, and I, I get it. They've changed the rule. Bedard comes out there his first game of the year. The Blackhawks are obviously going to play the $2,500 fine, but I'm putting the NHL on the milk carton because if you had Connor Bedard sit on this couch right here, he doesn't drink, but if we got him a blue light, and you said, out of all your hockey how sick was it going no bucket in Pittsburgh with Sidney Crosby on the other side of the ice? And in my opinion, he would say it's up there as one of the best things in the world. Yeah. And now he can never do it again. Are you telling and me? And now he can never go no bucket the rest of his career. Why, why, they're making these guys put their buckets like, on? Is this what we talked about at breakfast? It's like then? having sex without a condom and then having to wear one the rest of your career, man. It's just like, it would just be like, it would just be like, you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't make someone do it, Ups. You oh. wouldn't make them do it, right? Blasphemy. You can't be doing that. Ups That's... is like, I never use condoms. I don't know what you're talking about. Listen. Are you telling me this is some stupid rule that's implemented this year? They grandfathered this in. I believe, Princey, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe last year. No chance. So if you come in, your boy Jack Hughes, for example, can never go go no bucket. bucket. Cannot go no bucket. What are we trying to do? We're not not trying to sell the game here? (sighs) Exactly. Can we just... Yeah. Because what? One guy got cut? Like, 
10 years ago? Oh, that was unfortunate, but that doesn't happen. What, Taylor Hall? Yeah. Taylor but, Hall getting stepped on cost me having to wear a helmet in Colorado. No, I know, but still not over it. So what is the fine? The fine is $2,500. Per guy? Per game. Per no, guy. Per guy? So, Princey, what's 2,500 times 82? How much is that? I so does the team, I bet you, does the team pay it or does the well, players? The I, bet you the player, I bet you the players are like, we got you. Well, Connor Bernard's not going to have to pay that one. But if you want to do it every night, I'm sure the team wouldn't pay for it. That's wild. Princey, I don't know. That's stupid. What I just think we got so much good young talent. You know, we were talking to some guys in the league the other day about, I, I asked them, you know, why can't they hit Jack Hughes? Like, I'm watching this kid play, and I, I love everything about him. I love his interviews. I love his swagger. His suit walking into the uh, Prudential Center for opening night was fucking National League. But I'm watching him, and I'm thinking, how come they can't hit this guy? Like, you just can't touch him. And, you know, we got Bedard, and, you know, Matthew's obviously a little bit older. But we got these superstars that are, are young kids. Yeah. Trevor Zegers. Yeah. Not going to go no bucket. To me, it's like, well, that's not selling the game. So if a guy played a few years back, he's he's allowed to. I believe it goes back to like, I I don't know the year off the top of my head, but I don't think Jack. I know Trevor Zegers can't can't go huh. no bucket. Mason McTavish can't go no bucket. So a couple years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's, it's unfortunate. Joke. It's the only time where you feel like safe without a helmet on, and you're able to you know before the game doing these. Like we're watching right now college game day. Before a hockey game, this is the time you want to f- show these guys' faces. Totally. You want them to come over for a quick interview. You want to you want to ISO cam, so to speak, them skate around the ice with no helmet on, so people get to see what they actually look like. And if you want to go one step further, if you want to look at it from a, a guy who played in the NHL, when I used to go to Maple Leaf games, or even in Hamilton Bulldogs games back in the American League, I would go there early with my dad. I'd walk down and I would see these guys, you know, with no bucket on at Maple yeah. Leaf Gardens, and I'm sitting there thinking. Man, I, I got to get to the NHL. Like, how know, cool would that be that to be feeling. going no bucket? You know, to Every play young NHL. kid, I hope you guys have that tingle. That That's, by the way, the best thing ever. When yeah. you're going in, you're watching warm-ups, you want to get there early, you're telling Pitter or Big Scott, you're like, we got to get there early. Warm-ups is the best. You see them all sauce pucks around, shoot pucks off the crossbar over the net. Exactly. It's hockey. And the, and the, the advice, to, to guys can't do it anymore, but if you are going to go no bucket, just stay out of the corners. Don't go below the hash yeah. marks, and you won't get yeah, out of the fucking pocket. Tell all the donkeys. And don't skate so fast out there. Yeah, a lot, all the donkeys on your team that want to come like down the dots and shoot them high off the ball. See, when you get to the National League, there's not many guys doing that anymore. You know who's one of the worst for that? Oh. Eric Johnson in Colorado. Oh, my God. I'd be like, EJ, I would, that wouldn't fly. Go over and punch EJ, him in the face. Fuck, keep it down, bud. Keep it down. Yeah, for what? He just, he's such a big, strong kid. He'd get out there and warm up and just start firing pucks out. I know, but just tell him to come down the pipe and do it. <laughs> That's what I said. Just keep him low. Uh, but anyways, milk carton time, NHL. I know there's no going back, but Connor Bedard, good on you, buddy. Hair was flowing. Flowing. Um, get this guy a Labatt Blue up, dog. We're in the great state of Michigan. We're drinking Labatt Blue. Um, I don't know if it's just because every night or every season, sorry, Tampa Bay plays opening night. But fucking Cooch, man. Coochie, Coochie baby, Coochie. Get this guy a blue light. Every time I watch this guy after, after an offseason, just so sick, man. He was just making these little sauce passes to point over to Stammer, getting the blue line. I mean... I mean, there's a lot of good style out there, so get this guy a blue light is so badass, but yeah. there's a lot of good style. Is Cooch up there for, like, one that just looks lethal? 100%. Like, who looks... Who out there looks to you, like silky and like like he looks lethal to me lethal. his curve is he's got a nasty wicked curve he's got that whip on his stick 
he's smaller, but like he's he he uses his hands high on his stick. Who who out there like either a righty big? I'm sure you probably look for more of a bigger guy, stronger guy, but. Like who? Who else? I I, fuck. I mean, when you I talk like about Jack style, Hughes, Jack talk, Hughes, yeah, Jack Hughes watching him play style. the other day against Detroit was just fuck. He skates around, jumps around out there. It's yeah. nasty. I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, when when like I, you like Leon? Oh yeah, sick. Now when I'm I was a left-handed D man, and you know we're gonna get this guy in the back of our Brinks truck. But I was, I was watching Devon Taves play the other night, and just like you know uh, how much he, how much yeah. he's nice with you know d to d and he's got a good stick and so when i watch him play from a ex defenseman's perspective yeah i'm like that's nasty what about like charlie mcavoy i don't think he's got great style he's a little looks a little choppy yeah and he's a right gets it done I mean, but looks a little choppy the best style You're for a left-handed d-man is probably kale mccarr right i mean the goal he scored yeah. the other night and we're going to talk about the abs here and get this guy blue light i mean he just came over the he's had it pull and drag like Bedard would shoot it and yeah. just ripped it home. Like it was so sick. What about? You know who I think's got good style too? I think Bo Byram has great style. Bo Byram's Bo got good Byram style. Has great good style. Good Canadian lefty style. He speaking of milk carton, we should put the ref on the milk cart who called. Did you see the cross check penalty? Bo got I the saw other night? that, and I'll, I'll touch about the refs on was, Jack Hughes the other it was night. It was a joke. Embarrassing. Like literally just rolled him into the rolled him into the to the boards like that. Woo. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't go to the, I, I didn't go on. Was extra. that the one on Kemp? Yeah, well, no, you I, got two on Kemp. You got to get a rough know, on Kemp too. Yeah, the just a little hit from behind. Brutal. Come Brutal. on. I didn't want to go to X right away though for opening night. A just be that guy going right to the X. Be like, These refs suck. Uh, yeah, let coming. it marinate a bit. It's coming. Yeah, let it marinate just a little bit. Give it a weekend, right? I think we're on what day three. <laughs> Couple more of these blue lights. I'll be, I'll be heading to X right now. Uh, get this guy Labat Blue, a guy you played with, I believe, Barbershev. Ooh, Barbie. I mean, did you see Woo. the goal he scored? Did I ever? Like, how, first of all, sick pickup. Then he fought the guy off up dog, and then yeah. you're, you're more of a shooter than me. And then how he shot it from here across, like, I mean, it was. Yeah, he's got a pretty straight blade, too. Like, if you look at how he shoots the puck, he, like, chops it like you're, you know, you're chipping that, like, 60-degree wedge from fucking 30 yards out. Like, he, <laughs> he like, Filet. sliced it. Yeah. And, I mean, it was a laser beam. The one thing. You know, I was actually talking to my dad during that game, and uh, I'm like, wow, Barbie, nice goal. Unbelievable. And I just said, like, or it was, it was my bro, it was Brento. And I was like, the, watching the progression of Barbie play from, you know, he came up with us. He's a young Russian kid. He couldn't speak much English. Great kid. Tried super hard. Good in both areas. Got a chance to play with Vladdy Tarasenko, and at the time, it was uh, Laterra. And oh, yeah. this line just fucking took off, right? And they were, <laughs> in <spot> water, <laughs> then they, no, the, the line was, they were great. And they, you know, and Hitch used them in all situations. Barbie started to play power play. And then they kind of got mixed up. Maybe, you know, Steiner came back and put, whatever. So they mixed the lines up a bit. And Barbie kind of fell off a little bit, played fourth line with us. But man, when you put him in a role where he's been able to get his confidence to where it is. You put him on a line with now Jack got, Eichel? He's now got two cups. He's a force, like, and you know the way I I play and the way I love both of us play, love, yeah. but the way that both of us like hockey players to play. He's cold shoulders. He's first in on four checks. He's fucking hard in front of the net. Um, he's just rounded his game like like a great hockey player should. And what a good pro and two cups already, man. With 
with a chance to win way more because this Vegas Golden Knights team has not yeah. slowed down and no. they have picked up right where they left off. Big time. They look almost better. They don't have Martinez right now or White Cloud in there. Um, but Barbashev, you talk about him. That's why we had him number one on the Mr. Curfew trade bait last year. We had him number one. And this is why Free agency, right? But Free I didn't even think yeah. it was this fucking good, to be honest with you. I agree. Uh, speaking of Vegas, shout out to our boy Todd Pickup, uh, minority owner of the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Our boy Tom Riley, who does so much stuff for us at Missing Curfew. Shout out to 36 Wine. You got him a sick ball of, uh, of red wine. Yeah, five bands, baby. Five bands. Great picture with the Stanley Cup with that wine balls. It looked unbelievable. But it was cool. Uh, shout out to Tabo Solani. Flash came by Muldoon's. Pick first guy. I'm like, pick it over here. I took a big, big beer right in a cup. Tamu poured it into him. So it was, it was great to see those it boys was drinking awesome. out of it. And what a nice, uh, what a nice experience being around, you know, Lord Stanley and the shiny, sexy little thing she is. It's, she, it, it's nice. such a treat, man. I, I've really only seen it maybe three times. Obes once, once when I was a kid, I remember. Second time was when those blues paraded it around Las Vegas, and then third time was yesterday with you and and the boys and um it's nice that they get to share it like the day with the cup is such a special thing it's nice to see ownership you know in their elements sharing it with their friends like pick you know arguably is one of the biggest sports fans of all time the biggest and hockey's been a big part of his life the last five years since the golden knights have you know been the nhl and he's got a stanley cup to his name now he's got a ring it's uh it's it was just a pleasure to be able to share that with him and his boys. Yeah, the best was he was just jumping on a plane, jumping on his plane and going right to Knoxville, Tennessee. I mean, he's the I mean, ultimate sports you guy. You talk about a guy who likes sports. Yeah, you talk about guys, guys. Todd, Todd Pickup is Pickup. a guys guy. <laughs> um, continuing on here with like, let's get this guy a blue light. By the way, my blue light tastes nice. Yeah, it's tasty. The Avs third line up, dog. I, I put a future bet in on the Avs. I got him at plus eight fifty or plus nine hundred to win the cup. Shout out to Joe Sakic. And the GM, I guess his name is McFarlane, whatever his name is. Um, Ross Colton, Miles Wood, and Tuna Tartar. I mean, <laughs> listen, Tartar, I don't mind. I mean, he's had a great career. But Miles Wood and Ross Colton are two guys I absolutely love. Uh, I, I shouted out. I gave Landis Cog a text on uh, Wednesday night. I said, listen, this, I love the, th the third line pickups. Your D looks great. All this team is missing is number 92. So hopefully, you know, Landy's out there. You know, it's probably not going to happen this year, but I just watched them play, and I'm thinking, you know, Durant played great on that line with McKinnon and Rantanen. By the way, Rantanen, you kidding me? What a bull. What a bull. What a bull. I mean, he's, he's as good as it gets. As good as it gets. Him and Dreisaitl, to me, are two of the best players in the world. Yeah, but that third line, get those boys a blue light. I love them. Avs fans, they're back. We're going to be going to Denver. I just love this team up, dog. Yorgiev looked great. Bo Byram looked good. Kale McCarr looked like he was back. Uh, I love this team up, dog. I love it. Cogliano's still there, huh? He didn't play the other He night. didn't play. He's, is he? I think he's still got a broken neck from Everly. Remember oh, Everly? he does. Yeah, I'm sure. Remember I'm sure. Him from behind? Um, I, I love their team. Lettinen, did Lekkonen didn't even play? Lekkonen played. He did. Yeah, he's playing with Johansson and the big Russian. Nuchiska. Oh, wow. So Ryan Johansson's another big right-handed center that they needed to pick up. Good kid. Good British Columbia How did kid. they squeeze that contract in there? Because that guy's well, he's making, Landy, he's making with Landy, eight bananas. With Landy, uh, with Landy on long-term IR. They just work it in. Seven million. Yeah. That's I mean, a great guy. I, I listened to Makar talk after the game, and he did a great, great job interview. with the boys um, on uh, TNT, right? And... Um, what I noticed was, you know, they asked a couple of questions about Johansson. Johansson's a team guy. Like yeah. in Nashville, he had the he had the house that all the guys would come over at. He was the one that you know had the big contract and 
with a big contract on a team, Obes, and you know what it's like? You're kind of expected to be the guy. <laughs> Actually, I don't. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got. Well, listen, got you were the guy I got a anyway. Three years, six and a half. There. Yeah, you yeah, were the guy like, anyway. You didn't need the big, big contract. What I mean count? is, there's a lot of responsibility to have the nice house, to have the place where you're going to host the Christmas dinners <laughs> or the fucking Thanksgiving. To you comes back to like huh? the house or the, the plane. Or the party you're going to set up. I love how everything yeah, comes Yeah, no, but it. you know what it's like? It's like the gatherings, right? Like if you're playing hockey in fucking St. Louis, for example, yep. yeah, there's not many places that you're going to want to go out and like watch Sunday football. Wet. You want to go to someone's comfy house where you can have 15 guys. Their girls are hanging out over there and the guys are in here. You're, you're hanging out. You're, you know, you're gelling with the, the wives are invited. <laughs> well, I didn't know about this. Maybe the wives are fighting. Well, that's on, why you need a on. big house so they could they could be over there. They could be watching whatever they want to watch tennis, and we're fucking here cheering on the you know I, f- I remember, college football. I remember one wife. I, I won't use her name. Her husband was actually a good guy. Um, she asked me one time, "How come you never come into the family room or the wives' room?" I said, "Why would I come in there? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I won't come out alive. We can come in there. Are you nuts? I mean, oh man! Yeah, no, I'm serious. I know how important the wives are to the players. I'm just being a no. Being I, a, I, what I mean is like some of them. Anyways. I would go to these. I, I would go play hockey, and I'd go rent a little condo, and I'd have the single guys over, whatever, for late night gathering or whatever. But I <laughs> couldn't. Ho- streaking. <laughs> I wasn't able to host fucking you know a team. Uh, Halloween party or whatever I did in in Florida at a you know actually a little bar like this but you know what I'm saying is you're the captain of the team you got that eight-year deal for 80 bananas you're like okay guys Halloween parties at my house backyard's gonna be decked out Christmas dinner Thanksgiving everyone with their kids whoever wants to come over turkey's on me you got the staff it's all set up it's like just what you do you know so a little bit responsibility there I mean, when I looked at Thanksgiving, I looked at it more as Super Wednesday. You know, I thought about that Wednesday night before. I was like, what am I going to get myself into? But speaking of Halloween, you got your costume picked out yet? Yeah, I do. Well, which which one? Because yeah, you got I a lot often, of parties, eh? I often go, I get, I get the three-bagger. I remember last year, getting off topic here, but you're like, fuck Halloween, Obes. I'm over Halloween. I'm not even dressing up. You ended up going to three parties. I was like, for a guy who didn't fuck, wasn't fired up about Halloween, I'm joined to three parties. Uh, last but not least here, I get this guy a blue light. We love Ryan Revo. Revo is still the heavyweight champ of the fucking league. Revo. Um, well, I'm going to call him Wi-Fi because how do you say his name, Princey? Jakai. Fuck, I love this kid. Did you see the suit that he wore into the game? Sure did. Did you see Electric. that Katie Kane fucking suit he was wearing? Listen, I've done this a million times where somebody takes a run at a guy and you don't ask questions. Peter told me this. Don't ask questions. Just throw start, first, just ask questions last. Start chucking. Yeah. And that's what, that's what Wi-Fi <laughs> start did. Start chucking. And I loved it. And in Rebo's defense, Rebo said we play him two more times. And I'm sure this kid knows it because Chris Nyland's talking to him all the time. He's an old school guy. He's going to have to fight him again. But saying that, I thought it was great. The energy in that building when I turned that game on, I didn't turn it on until third period because I was teeing it up. But that place was jumping, and it was all because of him. Yeah. So Wi-Fi, grab yourself a blue light. Grab yourself a blue light. Um, and heads up because Rebo's coming. Yeah, by the way. Why are the Toronto Maple Leafs and Montreal Canadiens only playing three times a year? Yeah, I, I was a little shocked by that myself. Really? Like, yeah. is that right? That's what Revo said, but who knows? He just got to the team. Maybe I, I, I <laughs> thought they, I thought they would have played four times. So three more times. Yeah, they play four times. He said we play three more times. Three more times. Okay, so that good. makes sense. Yeah. Four times. Okay, because I was. Yeah, I heard uh, the quote too, and I was like, I heard that that's too. not enough. No, I need to. We need these. You know, instead these the, are rivals. Instead of the three exhibition these, games you guys played, right? They yeah. probably played two or three exhibition games. So maybe that's why, but um, things are starting to fill up here at the social. 
Sports yeah, and social. We're about to catch a nice buzz in here. So, um, back up the brake trucks, baby. <laughs> Let's back it up, up dog. It feels like we're backing it up. I mean, these guys. They're getting paid, aren't they? They're getting backed up. Oh, does it not stop? Were guys getting some... paid like this when we played, or was it just not us? Because I don't remember guys, like, right when training camp starts, oh, here you go, here's eight-year deal. Well, it would uh, be like, thanks. hey, Marion Hosa signs a, you know, extension with Chicago Blackhawks, or, you know. Yeah. Uh, it would be. Not the, right after training camp. Alex Ovechkin signed, you know, it, it would be whenever. It would, hey. Oh, my, phone, my phone wasn't ringing. <laughs> um, Owen Power, eight years. Guy's been in the league one year. Eight years, over eight bananas. But I think this one, a lot of times up, you would come on Mr. Curfew and we're like, you know, it's the Samuelson deal they gave him Buffalo. Like, guy had one goal or two goals. This one, I think, is a smart signing, obviously, because he's going to be a stud. I call him a new age Chris Pronger. Prongs would say that he skates a lot better than Prongs did. But um, I think with the cap going up, where it's going to head, I think to lock this kid. I, I'm yeah. saying I'm halfway through this contract, this will be a bargain. This is a place. great deal. Yeah. No, we, we watched this kid at World Juniors. We watched this kid play you know college he's he's a stud he's getting paid based on performance he's this is one of the deals he's getting paid based on his performance already yeah. and his potential not just straight potential so i'm okay with this deal i feel more comfortable giving defensemen these deals early deals because they're gonna be you know they only get better right like you yeah. you, you watch d when it takes d a couple years to get really comfortable with like the speed of the game the reads i mean they used to say when we were coming up before our era yeah and our, you don't hit your prime as a defenseman until you're 30 that's what they used to say i don't know who they were but they said it well they said it now it's like because like, that's because you can watch these fucking yeah that's because you can watch the game slow down and they wanted you not to be like a offense net you know it how many how many d's to come in the league and jump in the rush and be like the fourth guy in all the time no, no one, one. Like I mean, Duncan Keith, no. Shea Weber, maybe Trevor no. Daly back in the Trevor day. Trevor Daly, yeah, but, would do that. Yeah, but very rare. Like, yeah. you're watching guys now play as four forwards. Like, they're coming in, and if they don't jump in the play now, they're, you know, they're getting reamed out by the no, coach. You have to jump in the play. You have to. I think they, would, I think they would even let me jump in the play nowadays. They're yeah. Like, oh, just get your fat ass up there. I'm like, I'm too tired, boys. <laughs> I don't want to get caught. I don't want to get caught tired. I have to get back. But, um, I remember Kale McCarr's first played first game in the NHL was a playoff game. Out of college, wherever he yeah. went. I think he went to Boston Mass or something. Or where did he go to school? UMass. Um, right then, I was like, wow, the game's changed. These kids could come in that oh, good. So came right in the midst of playoffs. That's yeah. crazy. Um, another one, speaking of the Colorado Avalanche, we touched on him earlier. Devon Taves, little fucking mile high discount here. I think he could have got a little bit more on the yeah. open market. By seven the way, years, 7.25 bananas, I believe. Why would you want to leave? I, you get to play with Kale McCarr. You're going to probably win another Stanley Cup, maybe two. Denver's a great city. I'm sure he's a family guy. I think he is. Great, great city. No brainer. And I think to answer your question, he's 28, Princey. 28 or 27 years. 27 is years that, old. He's still he's young. No, he's fuck. He hasn't been around that often. Wow. Four years now, I think, in Colorado. I think he spent three in Long Island. Three Started or four in Long Island. Yeah, didn't he? yeah, yeah, yeah. Three in Long Island, and then now That's he's. That's why I thought he was so old. Three years in Long Island is like that'll, 10, that'll right? eat you. Sorry, up. cons. But uh, like I remember just watching him when cons this was when we first started to do the podcast. That playoff run was basically his like coming out where I think he's you know he got traded to Colorado and all of a sudden cons is like fuck they got Taves and I'm yeah. like they went Taves to is that like, you know I always thought that was Jonathan Taves brother when he first came out same spelling and everything yeah. you would think it would be like what a unique last name but what, what Jonathan Taves is doing right now where do you think he's hanging out. <laughs> 
I think Taves is uh, Chicago or Florida, probably right. He's got to be in Florida. I don't know. I don't know. We should uh, we should reach out to him. I'd love to have him on the pod. Good guy, Captain Serious. So back up the brakes, truck up, dog. Congrats <laughs> to all those boys. It feels like every week. Did you we're say back. Captain Serious? Captain Serious. He'd always be pretty serious. I used to be like, hey, Taves, oh, fuck. fucking have a beer with the boys, you fucking nerd. Yeah, but and I mean, he like, does You're have... cancer, O'Brien. I'm like, huh? what does that mean? <laughs> Who told you that? I mean, if Captain Serious cancer? gets you three mugs in Chi-Town. You're not the playoffs, too. It's, it's insane. It's safe to say you got the last laugh. He dog. got yeah, the yeah, last laugh. It's safe to say What a player. What a pro. Last but not least here on Mr. Curfew, Prince, we'll bring in here for a quick little thing. So get ready to rock here. But the new goal song in Toronto. Thank fuck. Pursuit of happiness. I don't know if that's the right one they're going to go with all year. No disrespect to Hall and Oates, but Updog, new goal song. Like I it. love it. Yeah, you like it. I like it better than Hall and Oates. I mean, I, I don't know if it's going to stick forever. I used to love Pursuit of Happiness. It, when I heard it, it brought me back to times where, you know, me and you and Loops were back in the club and that, that song would come on and it made me happy. I don't know if it's going to be the one they stick with, but I, I don't it know. It's time for a change. I, I think. It, it definitely a time for change, but I don't think the goal song is is what it is. It, it should be there should be a couple different ones. Well, you had an idea about individual goal well, songs. Well, of course, that's like your home run song. Well, you know your walkout tune. But I'm I'm just a fan. Like you know, you're gonna score if you're the Toronto Maple Leafs. There's gonna be some nights you're scoring seven, eight goals. Like I don't want to listen to the same song over and over and over again. That would be sick though if like Austin Matthews had his own goal song. Yeah, Nate McKinnon had his own goal song. Yes, stuff like that. And then, like, what a job for the DJ, right? As soon as this guy, like, taps it in. Prince, you get in the middle here. As soon as the guy taps it in, you're like, it was Princey. Fucking play, you know. What would be your goal song, Princey? Some fucking country song, probably, right? Nickelback. Well, way down under in a Chattanooga. <laughs> wing under in a Moochie Goochie. Alan Jackson. I don't know if I'm going to get ripped off. I don't know. What you, I don't know if I'm going to get ripped off for saying this because it's been out of the league for a long time. I slightly left a little bit. Eh? You're I fucking riding like a bull there, buddy. Big fat ass. Hey, both of you. You're the guy on the bench that sits like this. Hey, I know. Hey, come on, buddy. Slightly, slightly left. I never get to be by you guys. Come on now. Um, I don't know if this is going to be a bad take or not, but I go, back, no to, takes. I go back to the original Rock and Roll Part 2. Like, I know. Oh, you, wow. you remember that back in the day when literally every single team, like, shared three goal songs? It was either Rock and Roll Part 2. The zombie nation, big shiny tunes, big shiny and then tunes. yeah, the song too, the woohoo Rock song, oh, part blur, two. yeah, yeah, blur, Rock prodigy. The guy, the guy who did the song murdered someone or something, so it got pulled from the league. But is really? it called yeah. Rock and Roll Part Two? Rock and Roll Part Two. What, the dude from Blur killed someone? No, the guy that Gary Glitter. That's what uh, people are gonna rip on me because oh, he killed someone or something. But I would go back to that original. How sick was one. that Blur Gary song? Gary Glitter. Yeah, Gary Glitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would go back old school, and that's what I would do. Like, no one's just like, hey! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's that like that that goal I posted to McCarty against Jump, the, the Flyers. Jumps. He did there. They had a pretty cool goal song too. I mean, you could go back. Remember to Jock Jams up top? You could go back to the depths. Oop, there it is. <laughs> that's getting a little less. <laughs> I wonder if you Google Big Shiny. Oh, look at that. Big Shiny Tunes. Yeah, it's song too by Blur. Big Shiny Tunes yeah. CD every time. Every Christmas, every my parents Christmas. would give me one of these. Yeah, yeah, me Let too. Let me see. Yeah. Um, what's uh, the... I know the Flames win song is Burning Ring of Fire. What's their goal song? It's TNT. It's, yeah, yeah. I guarantee yeah. Metallica's yeah. on this one. Big Shiny Tunes too. Yeah. It's got to be a Metallica yeah. thing on this. I actually, well, I'll be I found a cool stat, and I was going to try to float it to you, but now I'm on the show. Well, not, a, not a stat. So... Like I'm a freak. I know the stuff, the goal horns and stuff. So the Red Wing, the Red Wings goal horn was it was a bit of an off sounding one in Little Caesars. And I guess fans are pretty pissed about it. Really? So they've remastered and they've brought in the old goal horn 
from Joe Louis Arena, and it de- it debuts tonight. No us. shit. Yeah, it was like it sounded. <laughs> That's gonna like, bring back some memories for us. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. it sounded. It hey, sounded. That's gonna bring back yeah. some memories for the boys. Yeah. I heard that a lot. So we're gonna be the first ones to hear that, wow. and the fans are f- pumped about that. Are, so you that's exci- like, are you excited to see this rink? I am. Yeah, for 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 two reasons. Obviously, I'm a big fan of the game of hockey. You guys know how much I love hockey. I love seeing new rinks. Going to Vegas was awesome. Yeah. The second reason, again, you always rip on me. That's my Calgary frame, Flames fandom. This apparently is what the new rink in Calgary is going to be modeled after. Is the that right? style of the rink about how they're not doing this third level, second level, first level anymore. Detroit and Montreal, they do just a big one huge long, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah big like, like one big. huge one up to the suites. Exactly. So that's what they're modeling after. If so I could, if I could give ring. some advice to the person building the rink in Calgary, more pissers. Even with, <laughs> if you think you have every enough, time, if you think you have enough pissers, get some more pissers. And, and this is a credit to you, Cal- Calgary guys. You guys are beauties. You I go know, to the game because they drink beer. You drink beer. Yeah. You chew tobacco. Yeah. You're gonna piss. Oh, so yeah. get even more. Get even more urinals. That's what I'm, if you talk to anyone, say Ob says yeah. if you got enough urinals, make a hundred more. Right? <laughs> no, totally. Because yeah. then you're gonna catch more of the game. Yeah, and you don't want you don't want the sales. game on TV to look like no one's fucking you know in the stands. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. all waiting to piss. Where's everyone? They're pissing. Yeah, yeah. they're pissing because they're. I'll oh, bring it up again, boys. Yeah. I mean that pisser line that I saw at the Saddle Dome and Battle of Alberta. <laughs> it's every it's like every tenth podcast. It's like the United line on the last <laughs> New Year's Eve. Everyone's flight were canceled. Do you remember how long yes, that line I was? I remember that. Yeah, yeah. you made the great player like, oh, we got to go downtown. We got to go downstairs. I hey, I'm I'm gonna take credit for that. Was me. Shout out to my guy Benny Hebe the curler he was the guy that got us oh, in the yeah, suite yeah, yeah with with commie was there and rhett warner and jamie mclennan who else was there was a bunch of guys in there and call we, me let's start let's stay there oh i love um, that guy well, well, how'd you think of call me with his babcock fuck was he fired up? oh that, it was that, that, i don't know, was I don't know if so was good happy when the stanley cup or when babs got sizzled well yeah it's it's funny and you were you were on the ball with this one i was actually teeing it up with uh, with my father-in-law and obes text the group chat and goes we got to get Kami on i was yeah. i was about to text me like hey we got to get Kami on so Big props to Kami for joining Missing Curfew first. So we were the first ones to get his voice out there. I know he had said some stuff on his his show, but we yeah. were the first big platform. And you were in that group chat. I can't thank Kami enough for what he did for our views and our listens. Yeah. He jacked up our YouTube channel he and mo- like he moved the needle. He did move the needle for us. I mean, he's not he's not wrong. I mean, everyone in the, it's it's fifty fifty in the comments. Guys agreeing with him and guys saying, "Oh, Kami just hates Babcock." That well, was Christmas morning for Kami. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He, he that loved was it. like <laughs> that was getting to meet like Tiger Woods <laughs> for like that was that was his literally coming out like oh, this is you know never in his wildest dreams did he fathom that would be. I thought oh. his, I thought it's one of his best quotes of the interview. There's a ton. He's like, I knew it was going to be a fucking dumpster fire, but I didn't think he wouldn't make oh, it. I know. I didn't think he wouldn't make it to training the camp. Training camp, yeah. Kami's a man, dude. Like he's only, uh, he's a legend in Calgary. On ESPN. <laughs> only on ESPN. <laughs> so uh, I remember I brought I brought I brought Kami on for that show, and I'm like, uh, Kami Princey loves you. <laughs> But thank God he's not scouting for the Flames because his three favorite players are Red Warner, you, and me. <laughs> I was offense coming from the back end, Princey. I eh? was at that game where he posted on social media where he dumped Darian Hatcher at the at the yeah. blue line Getting after the whistle, the night. and they let it go, and the place went nuts. Yeah. And the like, big Hatch, yeah, the big I'll Hatch. Text the big Hatch right now. Oh, I thought you were talking about Darren McCarty. Well, no, uh, oh, yeah, the Hatch. You know, this this podcast is going to come out after our event, but there yeah. are rumors swirling. I have DM'd him that Darren McCarty is going to show up today, so. Tom Huffy's here. You played with him, didn't you? Who? Darren McCarty? No, oh, no, Darren McCarty's here. I thought yeah. you meant Darren Hatcher. Oh, sorry, no, yeah, for our for our show today at that Sports and Social, 
Uh, Darren McCarty is rumored to show up today. Where so yeah, the Big Mac, the Big Mac, yeah. he's a legend. Yeah, we'd love to do something with that guy. Um, let's talk about your travel day. How was your travel day? Did I get you. I got you a nice little WestJet <laughs> flight right in direct day. They did. Yeah, you we, sent me one. Yeah, you put yourself on a milk run. I was like, let me have a look here, bud. Maybe I could find you some. So I got you a direct flight in. Yeah. What did you think of the hotel? Pretty nice. Sheets, oh, this eh? is nice. Yeah, this is. I mean, this is nice. We it's it's nice to be a part of the fellow tours for sure. Like I mean, kids, yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's nice that we're kicking it off so early. Like yeah. this is like it's what this is the home opener for the red wings we're finally we're, we're kicking it off on the road this is awesome you know i love my city of calgary but i love getting out of here i love snapping around with you guys drinking beers we had a good time last night i know I had, to sit at, I had to sit at the hotel for by myself at the bar for a couple hours but i, yeah, I made the best great. of it i bumped into somebody who was like yeah. fuck i saw princey over there <laughs> sitting there by himself for two hours yeah, no the guy's like well it was a tough work trip a tough work trip right <laughs> No, these uh, ships you do are your best work sometimes by yourself. Exactly. Sitting in the lobby I know. They probably thought I was nerding out in my brain. Those moments, but Puffy makes a great point. A lot of times when I was on mainly the Canucks, I'd go out by myself on the road. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of dual. It's pretty good. Yeah. Nobody I figured. You, you can do your I thing. figured. No, no. It's, it's good. It's a good spot. I'm super excited. I'm like looking forward to seeing this rink big time. Today is going to be great. You're like, going to get some good social stuff for us? Or what? I we didn't bring you here just to fucking I, have a good time. Right? I always do, man. <laughs> right? We didn't bring you here just to have a good time, all right? Hey, man, I went. Life's not just a piss up, all right? <laughs> you didn't hear just get drunk, all right, bud? I went on the ice for the Stanley Cup, and I had to chase Jack Eichel around for 20 oh, minutes. Yeah, that, and yeah, I, yeah. I finally got him. Hey. And like. Soup, by the yeah, way. Where'd you get that suit? You have to buy it, or do you have it hanging in your closet from your first communion or something? Um, first communion. I'm trying to think of where I had that. that first, oh my gosh. Where'd you have that? Your wedding or your first communion? Yeah. The guys in Canada. Was that from your prom, or where'd you get that, fella? Oh no, I wasn't this. I wasn't this tall when I was, was going to prom. But the guys in Candle here, at RW Co. It's not. You yeah, know, yeah. I hear you guys ripping back. They were ripping like Sean Monahan for wearing like Moors and like yeah, tip top. It's a bit draws. of a step up. It was Hugo Ross yeah. just for yeah. less. Yeah, it's a bit of a step up. So, but I knew. I knew going in there, I knew that I was going on the ice and I'm like, as much as I want to wear my missing curfew stuff and represent, I felt like it was just appropriate to wear a suit. And no, you looked, you looked professional. Yeah. You did a great job. Is, uh, um, did you go out after the game? I never even talked to you. Did you go out after the game? I did, Vegas, but or? I didn't. Uh, I didn't get into the after party, unfortunately. But I was kind of cruising around the streets. I bumped into uh, actually Bieksa and Elliot Friedman were smoking cigars on the steps. Oh shit! So I kind of went and chilled with them for a little bit. I lost flowers. Flower yeah, was there, well, and I just he just fucking well, left. If you're, if you're looking for flowers, <laughs> just look for Jack Eichel's ball sack, and you would have found him because he would have been sucking on that. Well, well, first thing I walk into, I walk into the media suite, and and he all I'm cupping Eichel's balls. Be like, hey, buddy, good job. Way to get it done. I hey, walk buy your ring. Off me, fuck's sakes. I walk into the media suite at T-Mobile <laughs> Arena and there's fucking flowers. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? Uh, like, he's just a shyster. Like, how did he get in here? So, Prince, no, last but not least, yeah. here, fellow, we gotta we gotta go do our thing. But uh, mm -hmm. your flames want to know mm -hmm. how you feeling? Was it great? All right, all right, start the parade or what's going on? How well, Marky look? How Marky look? That was the biggest thing for that game. When the Flames, they were referring to the Winnipeg Jets when they're playing the Penguins tonight. So we're talking about their home opener. Yeah. Um, that was the biggest thing. I said that on our preview show. That Calgary, in order that for them to win, it's goaltending and out. If they do not have good goaltending, I, I don't have the stat, and I don't want to throw Mark in the bus because we love him and missing curfew, but sure he, led, he led in the first shot. Well, and he had to been, he wasn't good last it year. It had to been over 10 games. Yeah. So, And it was kind of like a little, you know, little slow clap for him when he, he saved the first the shot. Bronx cheer? Uh, oh, wow. You Flames <laughs> fans are such pricks. The Bronx cheer on Marky. But he... You were doing it too, he, I know. I it. did, yeah. yeah but, uh, he on. settled in. He looked good. Weegsy baby looked great. He's just flying out there. He fucking ripped one from the point. That was good. They got scored on late. Shifley 
But it, it kind of reminded me of a couple of years ago where they didn't just throw in the towel and they, they ended up not going to overtime. So they look good. Like I said, it's uh, a hall kind of asked me the same question on the car ride over. I said, ask me after 10 games after ask, ask me after 20 games. Too small think, it's too small size. of a sample size. It's, it's easy to get hyped up at home. It's so easy to get hyped up when you have a new coach, you got a new GM. And like I said, I'll... I'll, I'll and, you got, and you got an old shitty bar. <laughs> it was still rocking bar. in there. It was still rocking in there. I will continue to pound this into the pavement, and I'm going to monitor it all year. I still believe that Mark Savard behind that bench yeah. is going to do absolute wonders, and I'm predicting that that guy will be a head coach in the next three to four years. Love that's, it. I love that's savvy. my prediction. He's a prediction. Yeah. Hey, dog. He's savvy. savvy. He's, a, he's a stick. We should, we, we're going to go to Big King. He's a, he's, a, he's a scratch. He's as good as you. So He used to do these YouTube videos where he would teach you how to tape your stick in a certain way. Because he, he yeah, We're talking about player style. That he guy had said he had style. six style, different tape jobs, but it was all the way to the end of the top. Middle. He's he used to have a YouTube channel where he teach it. This is how Jamie Ben tapes the stick. This is how so and so tapes the stick. Sweet. But then he got it back into the league, obviously. All right, fellow. Well, Princey, time to get to work here, let's buddy. Go. Uh, yeah. Let's catch a buzz. Up dog A Hall, thank you, my man, for pulling this off for us. Yes, Hall Pass sir. Media. Up dog. Go big blue. We've got go seven blue. seven minutes to let's put go in some Michigan bets, baby. Let's go. Appreciate A Hall. You setting this up for the boys. Let's go have a time, fellas. Let's have a time. That was Mr. Curfew. Bye bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.